You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 154. I want my mommy. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you're having an amazing summer. I know the record heat in some areas can be unbearable. One of my clients is actually escaping the heat where she lives by coming to Florida, which sounds ridiculous, but it's true. So wherever you are, be safe, stay inside, and stay hydrated. This is already the last week of the More Mama Summer Camp. And once again, it's been amazing. I love all the moms in there. They're really focusing on themselves and their goals and uncovering all those limiting beliefs that have kept them stuck in the past. So I want to give a special shout out to them. You're all incredible. Today, I want to share a personal story from an experience I had last weekend. I took my kids to Georgia to drop them off at sleepaway camp. In episode 48, called When Moms Have Separation Anxiety, I talked a little bit about my own anxiety sending my kids to sleepaway camp for the first time back in 2019. Of course, they didn't go to camp last year because of COVID, but this year I was excited to be able to send them again. While Marissa was champing at the bit to go back to camp, get away from home and see her friends, Dahlia was more apprehensive. She had experienced a lot of homesickness the first year, And while she showed excitement about going back in the months and weeks leading up to camp, two days before camp started, she began showing signs of stress and anxiety. I did my best to reassure her that what she was feeling was completely normal and that this year would be better because she already knew what to expect and will know more people. I explained to her that she could miss mommy and have fun at camp too. We reviewed some grounding strategies she could use when she's feeling anxious And I even suggested that she allow herself 10 minutes every day to just feel sad and miss home if she needed to. Despite all of my efforts, by the time we got to the check-in place for camp, she was in full-on panic mode. She was crying, not only because she was nervous, but because she couldn't find her MP3 player and had worked for weeks on the perfect camp playlist. We searched the car and her backpack. I even called the hotel where we stayed the night before and asked housekeeping to check to see if she left it in the room. It was nowhere to be found. Once again, I tried reassuring her that everything would be okay. When it was time to say goodbye, she clung to me and whispered, I don't want to go. Why am I doing this? I don't want to go. You're going to be okay, I told her. Then a camp staff person approached us and offered to take both kids to get their lunches and join the other campers. I kissed and hugged them goodbye, and as I walked away... I let out the tears I had been holding back. Although I had complete confidence in Dahlia to manage this challenge, it was still hard for me to see her in such distress. And for a moment, I thought, will she remember this forever and hate me when she's older? And then I remembered that one of my main reasons for sending her to camp in the first place was for her to experience some independence and be able to build evidence for herself that she can overcome challenges that help her grow. The more experience and practice she has being away from home now, the more likely it is for her to transition easily to college when the time comes. 
I'm always trying to keep the long view in mind of what I want the ultimate outcome to be rather than getting swept up in the moment and reacting impulsively. This is one of those things that the lower and the higher parts of the brain tend to disagree on. The lower brain wants immediate gratification and wants to avoid pain at all costs, while the higher brain knows that it can withstand some discomfort for the sake of a long-term benefit. I mean, even if Dahlia's miserable the entire four weeks, which I know she won't be, she will have survived four weeks of camp and feeling miserable, which is a huge accomplishment. Not to mention four weeks with absolutely no technology. I also know that I'm not responsible for Dahlia's happiness and that how she chooses to think about and experience camp is ultimately up to her. While working on my outline for this episode, a client of mine texted me to let me know that her four-year-old son was crying and screaming his head off because she and her husband had dropped him off at his grandparents' house so they could get away for one night as a couple. Her initial thoughts were, maybe I should go back and get him. I feel so bad that he's crying. I feel so guilty. But eventually, like me, she was able to remind herself, he's going to have fun and be fine. He'll be okay. It's important to remember that the human brain doesn't like uncertainty. It doesn't like the unfamiliar. So of course our kids are going to want mommy. Of course they're going to feel scared and unsettled adjusting to new environments and new situations. Whether your child is going to grandma's house overnight, a new school, sleepaway camp, college, or a new town, whether they're 4, 14, 24, or 34, when they miss you, you can interpret it as a sign that something's gone wrong and that you shouldn't be apart. Or you can interpret it as a sign that you're worth missing and that you have a strong and loving connection. I choose to believe the latter. And I know that the most important thing I can do for Dahlia and for me is to have faith in our abilities to handle being apart. The alternative is letting fear drive my parenting decisions, which I know won't serve either of us well. If you're considering sending your child to sleepaway camp in the future, I highly recommend you read Homesick and Happy by Michael Thompson. It talks about all the amazing benefits of sleepaway camp and how to prepare yourself and your kids for the experience. In just a couple of weeks, I'll be working as a clinician at a sleepaway camp for grieving kids, kids who have lost a parent, a sibling, or another primary caregiver. So I anticipate having to deal with some homesick campers there as well. Just remember that when your kids say, I want my mommy because they're in a new situation, the best things you can do are to validate their emotions, it's okay that they're nervous or scared, and remain confident in their ability to cope and come out stronger on the other side. You've totally got this, mama. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, stay cool. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.